This is the Old Trailblazer. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, pastor here at the Radio Missions, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers, formerly out of New Orleans, Louisiana, now in Walker since the storm, Katrina. And the Lord has been gracious to us, and I praise the Lord for you folks who listen, and I praise the Lord for you who write and help us with the broadcast, and just to write me and, and, and uh, give us uh, uh, your, your opinion of the broadcast and tell me that you appreciate it. And a lot of times I get in there in the morning time in the office and they bring me the emails and the, and the faxes and the mail. And I see your mail. I see your email. Pastor, I just wanted to tell you, I appreciate your broadcast. Pastor, we want to help you with the broadcast. Those things. And that makes my day. It just makes my heart lighter as I go through the day. And I'm, and I'm crippled up a little bit and I'm kind of weary and I'm going on as long as the Lord gives me strength. And I ask you to pray for me. Give me strength. Some of you may wish I'd hurry up and get off of this air, but I, I'm just going to be here till the Lord calls me home. W- would you pray for me? I praise the Lord for it. We bring you this studies down on divine healing, true and false, and uh, we, 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 we've been there quite a while, and we still got a few more studies to go. So we, we were looking at the way of grace, and we're coming down, uh, talking about how the Lord saves a sinner. What happens when the when the Holy Spirit comes there and awakens a poor sinner? I have folks write me and say or call me on the phone. Let me give you my phone number. At the office, it's uh, air code 225-664-8658. I get many gracious phone calls here. And uh, folks write or call me and say, Pastor, you know the Lord saved old sinner like me? And then we rejoice together. So I don't mind doing that. But if you would, write me. Let me hear from you. And we're bringing you this study. We're looking at how the Lord saves a sinner. We saw there that uh, no sinner ever gets saved until the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, comes there and awakens him, troubles his heart. The first thing that sets in is confusion. What in the world? Maybe he's been a pastor. Maybe he's been a preacher. Maybe he's been a church member. Maybe he's never been inside of a church. But something's different. Something's different, my friend. And uh, we want to look there again. Before an individual is ever saved or can say saved, there comes that trouble for the sins of your best duties. Oh, you might have been a youth leader. You might have been a song leader. You might have been whatever. And you attributed all those things to having value. But listen, listen, you troubled over those things. Let me tell you, every individual who ever gets saved comes to give up his self-righteousness and lets it go. Lets it go. It's, it's like uh, an old fellow we used to have here. He sang a little song. He said, my name's Jack. Happy Jack was his name, his, his song. He said, I'm Happy Jack and nothing at all, but Jesus Christ is my all in all. And that's exactly what happens to an individual that comes to know the Lord. I didn't say one who makes a decision. I didn't say one who shakes the preacher's hand. I didn't say one who gets the Holy Ghost. I didn't say those things. I said an individual who comes to know the Lord, in, 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 in essence, he's a Happy Jack. Just like the old trailblazer. I can say my name is Happy Jack. Nothing at all. But the Lord is my all in all. That's right. My name is Happy, Happy, Happy Albert. Happy, and my real name is James Albert. So folks do call me Jack sometimes. But they call me a lot of other things too. And I don't want you to do that. Oh, my friend. Would you pray for the old trailblazer? I need your prayers. I've been going through some severe trials. And you know one of the things I've been pleading for the last month. The Lord said he had not put more on us than we could bear. He wouldn't put more on us than we could bear. 
And then another verse of scripture, he says, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. And I'll tell you this, when the Lord first called me into this ministry many years ago, uh, I was laboring over my unworthiness and my, my inefficiency and my ignorance and all of those things. And the Lord brought this verse of scripture to my heart. And uh, he said, certainly I'll be with you. Certainly I'll be, he told Moses that. He said, certainly I'll be with you. And I have that plaque on my wall. Somebody made me a pretty plaque. And I got it on my wall over my desk there at the office. And I look at it often because it reminds me. He said, certainly I'll be with you, Trailblazer. Pastor, I'll be with you. I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. Trials will come. Troubles will come. Friends will forsake you. Heartaches will come. Things will happen. Tragedies will happen. I'll never leave you. I'll be with you. That's what he told me. And you know what? I call that to his attention. Time after time. Time after time. And then I go there and read those verses where he says that my name is in his hands. My name is in in the palms of his hand. And I've said, Lord, one day, one day in heaven, I want to see my name in your hand. Is that too much to ask? I don't believe it will be to you. If you know the Lord, your name's in his hand. It's engraved there in his hand. Oh, my friend. But listen, listen. Uh, Let's go back. Let's go back. I want to tell you, the greatest thing in this world is to come to know the Lord. Listen, the greatest thing in this world is to come to know him. You can have all your divine healing programs. You can have all of your speaking in tongues. You can take the scriptures and warp them and twist them. But listen, all of your theories and programs, folks get so mad at me sometimes when I mention that God is sovereign, that God saves whom he chooses to save. But thank the Lord that my salvation and my uh, whole career, my life, is all tied up in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that individual will come to see that all of his religious duties and religious life Outside of Christ is nothing but one but sin. No, it's nothing but sin. Our righteousness is like filthy rags, you know, and that word in essence means menstruous rags. What could be any more a filthy? Oh, listen, and folks will try to sew, sew together a little fig leaf apron, and it won't cover. No, you've heard the saying that the sheets, the bed's too narrow and the sheet's too short. Now, before you can say that you're saved, I believe that you will be troubled over your unbelief. Poor sinners now, they're just called on to give a mental assent to the truth of God's word. Oh, my friend, someone brought me a little uh, pamphlet they picked up in a in a modern church, and it, it was uh, about salvation. It had a four or five things away to get saved, and you just check one of them, whichever you want, by, by membership or by decision or by baptism, whatever you want to be by Check that and turn it into the plate, and they'll put you on the church rolls, my friend. Oh, listen now. Listen, listen. God convicts a sinner in the heart, not in his mind. With the heart man believeth unto salvation. You go there and read the 10th chapter of Romans. Not with the mind. Before a sinner ever gets saved, he comes to see that his heart is one of unbelief. That's the reason he said, I'll give you a new heart. I'll give you a new heart. Take away that stony heart and give you a new heart. 
he sees himself, that individual, the awakened individual, sees that he has no hope of ever being saved because he has nothing to commend him to God. He sees now, now that Christ died on the cross for a sinner. He can't believe it. No, it's, 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 it's just he can't believe it. It breaks a sinner's heart that he can't believe. Has God ever shown you that you have no faith? Have you ever bewailed the heart of unbelief? Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Have you ever cried that? Lord, give me faith or I perish. That's the way of grace, my friend. That's the way of grace. I told you, salvation is not hard. Salvation is your will being broken, coming to the Lord, confessing, admitting that you're wrong, admitting that you're the sinner, admitting that you have nothing. But listen, you can have everything else. But I, I oh, my friend, it won't work. I've tried it. Thank the Lord for the day that he awakened this poor old soul. The old trailblazer just awakened. I was a religious sinner. I was. I was. I had joined a church. I was not a religious individual in my young life. Never went to church a day in my life. Didn't know what it was. And then when I got back out of the service and, and married and found my wife and married her and she was a religious girl and started going to church. And first thing you know, the preacher talked me into shaking hands with him. He told me I was saved. But you know what? It lasted about long as the dishwater got hot. I had nothing. And when I heard the truth, I heard the gospel. The gospel went home to my heart under the pastors of a late pastor, L.R. Shelton. Oh, I know folks called him an old fogey-eyed fool, but that's where the Lord saved sinner. That's where the Lord saved this old sinner under his ministry. Well, he didn't save me. I didn't, I didn't worship him. A lot of folks did. But my friend, the Lord showed me that what he was preaching was the truth, and that's what it was, was God's word. And that's what he gives me to preach day in and day out. Preach it. Preach God's word. And uh, the Lord will bring you down by the way of grace to the cross of Christ. By, by and through the house of Holy Spirit conviction. Oh, my friend, if you miss Holy Spirit conviction, you miss Christ. And if you miss Christ, you miss heaven. And if you miss heaven, you go to hell. Now, my friend, listen. Listen. I tell you, the greatest thing in the world is to come to know the Lord. Just to be, just to be washed in his blood. You have nothing to do with it. You come to him as a poor with your hand out, with a rope around your neck. It, I, I could name you half a dozen ways. You just come there with nothing, nothing in your hand you bring, simply to the cross that you cling, because there's where the blood was spilt, shed right there. And the Lord gave up the ghost there. He said, what did the Lord say on the cross? Two things that I can remember well. He said, Father, Forgive them, for they know not what to do. You know how I read that? Father, forgive old, old Pastor Pendarvis. Father, forgive old Pendarvis. He don't know what he does. He don't know. And he did. He did. And then he said, it is finished. What did that mean? Salvation is finished. It's all wrought up in Christ. It's finished. It's finished. It's finished, sinner. You want to know the Lord? Your salvation is finished. It's been wrought out in Christ. Not in you. You had nothing to do with it. You, you can't hold up yourself. You can't hold up nothing. Don't matter what you've done. Don't matter how much you've given the soul to farm, given it away. That's not salvation. 
shook the preacher's hand, shook the most famous preacher in the world that ever came through your town. That's not salvation. No, no, that's not anything. You might have bought an airplane for one of those televangelists, one of those women preachers. You might have bought one of them an airplane. That ain't nothing. That don't help you at all. That wouldn't get you nowhere. Salvation is knowing Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. And I tell you this, it's not sweet Jesus. You come to know Christ as your Lord long before you know him as your Savior. You call him Lord. Go back there and read what the thief said. Lord, remember me. He didn't say Jesus. He didn't say sweet Jesus. He said, Lord. Oh, my friend, I wish I had another hour. The Lord is here with us, speaking with us this morning, tonight. So would you would you help me with the broadcast, if you would? We'd go on another new station or two. And then remember my mailing address. It's the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, Radio Missions. Dot O-R-G. And my phone is 225-664-8658 at the bookstore. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website, at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.